0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, February 9th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. A bill to boost water board authority. House Ag starts to set schedule. And House CEOs see Ag markets. Water chair targets illegal diversions by boosting board authority. Water, Parks, and Wildlife Chair Rebecca Bauer-Cahan has filed a bill aimed at ramping up enforcement authority for the State Water Board. Under AB 460, the board could fine a water user up to $10,000 a day for violating an order to cease diversions. The Planning and Conservation League recommended such interim relief orders. The environmental group assembled a team of law scholars last year to develop several proposals for overhauling the system for water rights. Two bills resulted from the report but failed to pass the last session. We do not have the regulatory tools to handle the new normal of droughts, said Bauer-Kahan. Ongoing illegal or wasteful water use practices can become the difference between access to water or dry taps in the future. Remember, the board fined a group of Siskiyou County ranchers 44000 dollars for intentionally violating curtailment orders last year and received criticism for not taking immediate enforcement action. And on that note, Bauer-Kahan has also revived a proposal to ban backyard neonics. Governor Newsom rejected her bill last year to prohibit the use of neonicotinoid pesticides on landscapes and gardens. House Ag expects D.C. hearing after recess. The House Agriculture Committee will hold a Farm Bill Listening session next Tuesday in California. But the committee's first hearing in D.C. is likely to take place after lawmakers return following the week of Presidents Day. That is the word from Chairman Glenn Thompson, who spoke to reporters after the committee's organizational session yesterday. He didn't say what the hearing subject would be. Next week's listening session will take place at the World Ag Expo and Tulare. Now, by the way, Thompson did not mince words when he was asked by AgriPulse about five hard-line conservatives who are demanding that Congress tighten work requirements for SNAP recipients. Thompson said, quote, If those folks really wanted to be involved and be influential, maybe they should have signed up for the Agriculture Committee. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West. After this, When you work with Robo Agri Finance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.raboag.com creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. OTA calls for regular updating of organic law. The Organic Trade Association is calling for Congress to start reauthorizing the Organic Foods Production Act at least once every five years to keep pace with a changing marketplace. That proposal is among OTA's priorities for the new Farm Bill. The OFPA was enacted as a part of the 1990 Farm Bill to set the first national standards for organic production of crops and livestock. OTA President and CEO Tom Chapman said Congress should not only continue to protect the integrity of the USDA organic label, but ensure that organic standards continuously improve over time. OTA wants Congress to strengthen USDA's enforcement authorities against false or misleading organic claims and also is seeking to expand organic market data and increase funding for organic programs, including research and certification assistance. Bungie FMC sees strong ag outlook in 2023. Major ag business companies continue to say they expect commodity markets to remain strong this year. Strong prices typically encourage farmers to maximize production, which is good for everyone from input suppliers to processors. Grain and oilseed trader Bunge is projecting earnings of at least $11 a share, or $1.50 more than what it forecast for 2022 a year ago. Bungie CEO Greg Heckman told the analysts yesterday he expects market conditions similar to 2022, that due to globally tight crop supplies and strong demand for soybean meal and oil. Heckman also said he expects renewable fuel demand to continue growing. Crop protection giant FMC Corporation, which also reported earnings yesterday, is expecting its revenue to rise about 6% this year, that due in part to robust commodity prices. Uh, FMC's president and CEO Mark Douglas said, We anticipate a positive market backdrop for 23 that will support our pricing actions as well as continued healthy demand for FMC's synthetic and biological product portfolios. Survey. Consumers back more funding for ag policies. A Purdue University survey finds most consumers support increased funding for agriculture-related policies, though their preferences differ based on the policy. Increased funding for ag research gets the most support from consumers. 80 to 85 percent of the survey's more than 1,200 respondents, they're in favor Conservation program funding followed with support from seventy seven to eighty two percent of respondents. Now take note, taxing sugar sweetened beverages and carbon emissions of food producers had the least support from the survey's respondents. fifty eight to sixty two percent were favorable for taxing carbon emissions of food producers, but between forty two and fifty one percent showed any support for taxing sugar sweetened beverages. Capitol Hill's manure test. David Owen, a professor at the University of California College of Law and the only Democrat-chosen witness at a hearing yesterday on the Biden administration's Waters of the U.S. rule, found himself on the defensive when a first-term GOP lawmaker challenged his ag credentials. Wisconsin Republican Representative Derek Van Orden asked Owen, how recently he had stepped in manure on a small family farm, and how many local government officials and farmers that he had spoken to in preparing his testimony. Owen said he has spoken with growers and regulators, quote, on multiple research projects, though not in preparation for the testimony yesterday. He said that as a child in Massachusetts, his family received deliveries of manure for his mother's vegetable garden, and that he had stepped in manure more recently than that. Well, here's today's He Said It. We're always trying to get people to eat healthy foods, and it doesn't get any healthier than fresh fruits and vegetables. At the Word of House Ag Committee Chairman Glenn G.T. Thompson explaining his rationale for putting specialty crop programs under the same subcommittee responsible for SNAP and other nutrition assistance programs. Well, that is Daybreak West for this Thursday, February 9th, brought to you by Robin AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jock Daly.